0: Hey there, traders. Welcome to today's episode of live trading and backtesting with me, your host, Christopher Ewell. Uh, Today, we're gonna be talking about what's in or really what's not in my portfolio, taking some new ideas for trades that you might be interested in taking a look at yourself, and then be sure to stay till the end where we'll be taking your requests for live backtesting here right on the screen, and I am looking forward to getting into it today. So if you are looking forward to getting getting into it, make sure you smash that like button. We're, our goal today is 100 likes, and let's get started. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Outlier can show you how to track market fear and greed with artificial intelligence on over 1,300 of the largest market cap names. Visit outlier.com to learn more. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. They have a free pilot program for the rest of 2021 that you can get access to right now at O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. All right, traders. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Christopher Yule. I am the host of today's episode. Uh, Just to give you a little bit of background on me, my website is 10minutestocktrader.com, where we help investors of all skill levels take the guesswork out of trading in only about 10 minutes a day. Um, really, I am interested in showcasing a lot of backtesting and, and the methodology that we trade on um, every single day. Uh, but really, I am concerned about this market out there. And if you are concerned as well, smash the like button, because there there are cracks under the surface that we have got to be talking about. Um, so the first thing that I want to talk about here as I pull up my screen share is the uh, the heat map, all right? So this is today's heat map. It looks green, everything's awesome, right? It's a fantastic day in the market, nothing can go wrong. But if we look at the last week, it's like the exact opposite story, all right? Everything has been just smacked in every direction. And that is super concerning to me. Uh, when you think about how the market works, right? It's It's the sum of the components but it's also a market cap weighted index. So if the components are all working together, if the pieces of the puzzle are all bullish and all moving forward, the index should be moving forward, right? Well, as we've seen over the last few weeks, the index has been pushing forward, but it doesn't have the participants, uh, broadly speaking, to be making this move happen. And I really wanted to spend some time talking about the MMFI indicator. Now you can take a look at this MMFI, just Google MMFI price and you'll get it here. This is not something that's available in TrendSpider. Uh, I did send a support ticket to them, say, hey, put this on. But one of the things that I took a look at was I actually had a pretty strong losing streak over the last few weeks. And I was like, all right, what is going on here, right? I know my strategy works. I know my money management is in place. But something fundamentally out there is not working with me. What is it? So I'm doing some homework, doing some research, and I came across this MMFI uh, indicator. And basically, it is the percentage of stocks that are above or below their 50-day moving average. And the 50-day moving average is essentially just a really easy line in the sand to say if a stock is bullish or if a stock is bearish. I'm not even interested. It's literally off my list if a stock is not above its own 50-day moving average. So what I did here is I took a look at it and I said, you know what? There may be something to this. I know earlier on in the year, everything was clicking and working and I was making money. Over the last few weeks, over the last couple months, just the opposite, right? And I'm like, let me do some back testing here. So I literally did a back test on my portfolio where if the uh, trade was in a situation where the MMFI, was above 50, or if the situation was below 50, I would either keep the trade in my portfolio, because I keep a log of every trade, or I would remove the trade, just say, you know, basically a filter saying if it's above, keep it, if it's below, take it off. I could not believe the difference it made. It literally took my win rate up 13 percentage points. All right. And and that profitability-wise was astronomically different. Okay. I still kept all my winners and losers when it was above the 50, when it was below the 50. I just acted like they weren't there night and day in my portfolio. So I was like, I think I'm onto something here. So also keep in mind that if you're only trading when it's above the, uh, the 50 line right there, you're actually trading a lot less, right? So right now I'm, I have no positions on and generally The first third of the show is me talking about my positions, but what this shows here is that there are major cracks under the surface, right? Only 40% of the stocks in S&P 500 have their own bullish trend going. And when, you know, two out of three stocks are not working for you, it may not be the time to be going long. It may be the time to be raising cash. So that's something that I've been taking a look at. And really, I like to look at the market from a top-down approach, right? Let's start with the market. Is it in a bullish posture? Well, I wouldn't be saying that's the case right now. The way I define a bullish posture is if the uh, 10-day exponential moving average is greater than the 20-day exponential moving average. And just to keep it easy here, that's the blue line and the black line. Right now, those two are almost talking to each other. I mean, we are just, if today had been a red day, those would have crossed down. So, what does this tell me? This tells me looking at the heat map over the last week. This tells me looking at the MMFI, the percentage of stocks above their own 50 day moving averages. And then taking a look at the market itself, I got to tell you, I think right now the best play could be holding cash. That may not work for you. You may want that excitement. You may want to be trading more than what we're talking about here, but that is the exact reason. Um, that you got to be able to be flexible, right? We're going to be talking about this more in the third half of the show, Um, but trading is 1% execution and 99% patience. If the market is not working for you, don't be fighting it with your individual stocks. So, all right, I've pontificated quite enough on this point. If you like that, if you like this analysis, if, if you have a similar idea, smash the like button and be sure as we're going along in the chat box, uh, typing in some stocks that you would be interested in seeing some backtests tests on. Uh, so as we go through, let me jump into the comments here. Um, Breath, Yeah, exactly. We really need to have this breadth going on in order to push this market forward. And that's what we're running out of. So let's do this. Let's move on to uh, some new trade setups. Like I said earlier, generally I would go into what's in my portfolio, but the only thing you're going to find in there is a whole heap and pile of cash. And because of that, uh, I don't have any trade setups to be talking about. So let's go to some new trade ideas that we have out there. How in the world could I be talking about new trade ideas? Well, there are some other things going on, right? So one of the tools that I advocate for is called finclub.ai, it's an artificial intelligence platform. And here it gives you a lot of insight into what's going on with the market under the hood. Uh, Top of the page here, you will see the strong upward momentum. Basically it's red light, yellow light, green light. And we have a green light for today. So if you were trading today, you would have a green light here, strong upward momentum. But in this section here, it does go through each of the uh, different sectors. You know, I mentioned earlier, start at the market, then find a sector, then find the stock. And the macro momentum, if we look at the historical on this macro momentum, I mean, even that, even artificial intelligence data that we're, they have working with here has been just giving up, right? So yeah, again, there are cracks under the surface. Uh, but you know what? If you are interested in trading today, they did have a few picks that uh, we could take a look at. First is MTCH. Um, let's take a look at MTC. Oh, at Close my charts. Give me two seconds here to open that back up. MTCH. All right. So this is Match Group. Oh, like match.com. Cool. So here's one thing that I'm interested in, right? Let's take a look at their target price, which is one sixty three eighty one. estimated ROI of, of 4.09%. And... So they do have this limiter here, right? Says, hey, if you're interested, don't get in if it's over 161.38. It's currently at 158.89. So this this move still does have legs and it says over the next four to eight days. So let's do a quick back test on this here. Now I like to keep my back tests super, super simple. So we are only gonna be looking at above and below the 10 day exponential moving average. If we hit test and then see on chart, you can see the projection of that going forward, right? Now, what all does this mean? It's saying that based on the day it crossed over this 10 day, crossed over the blue line was here on September 3rd. After that point, it had a huge spike. And I bet it had to do with Apple announcing that they could sideload their, their uh, payments there, which is a huge get for them. But also, this says hey, you know what? Historically speaking, this is not an outlandish move. Going forward, this blue cloud says this is the lowest 25th percentile and highest 75th percentile. So this is actually a pretty normal move for this stock. And in theory, it could continue on up to 165 or so. So yeah, I like that trade a lot. This this looks like a, a really interesting setup. Uh, let's go to the next one, CDR, CDR. Cedar Realty Trust. Wow, this one has been really on a run. Uh, It may have already hit its target. High probability target 21.56. It closed at 22.28. Yeah, so that one hit the target and blew it out this morning. Let's do a strategy test real quick. Oh my goodness. So here's a big difference and here's why I advocate for backtesting. And that's because when you look at the, number right here, asset performance number, the negative 33.26%. That means that, hey, a thousand candles to, ago, I bought this stock. Now we don't have control over what happens when we buy the stock, but we do have control with our strategy. And that's exactly what this says here is that this particular strategy yielded a 93.37% cumulative gain, right? It had a... Um, Where's my win rate? Uh, it had 40, uh, 46% win rate. That's the number I was looking for. 46% win rate, yet it had a 93% return cumulatively. So when you're looking at this, this is literally what you know the uh, the YouTube gurus on the internets, right? They The one simple line indicator. When you buy above it and sell below it, that's kind of what they're talking about here. But in all reality, this says that historically, if you bought the stock when it crossed over the 10 day, you would actually do really well cumulatively about 100% return. Now let's do this and then blow it out on the chart. We can see what this looks like. Yeah, I mean, this still has some legs. It already hit this uh, target price from FinClub at 21.56. And historically speaking, we may see 23, four, five out of this. So yeah. C-D-R has a lot of legs to go for it. One caveat, um, this does look a little overbought to me. And the way that I establish an overbought uh, level is the two uh, second Keltner line. And that's this green line that hovers across the top of the stock prices. Now the second Keltner channel there, that is taking the 20 day exponential moving average and then adding two average true ranges to that. So the average true range is how it how it moves over the course of 14 days in this case multiplied by 2. So this really has blown out its average true range. So to me, this does show that it has legs to run. But it also shows it's overbought. We can take a look at another stock that recently had this happen. Netflix. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you bought Netflix down here at 5.30 and took it off at 6.15, you are a huge winner. But also what happened here, right? It uh, it was overbought and continued to be overbought. And remember, there's that old quote, the market can stay irrational longer than you can stay solvent. So if you were trying to short it in an overbought situation, you just got wrecked. But in this case, uh, it did come back down and now it may be setting up again if you're interested in Netflix. So make sure in the chat you are dropping in your particular uh stock that you'd like to see back testing on. We'll be doing that in the next segment of the show. Um, but let's see here. Let's let's talk about some sectors, right? I like to look at the sectors. Uh like I said, look at the market, then look at the sectors, then look at the individual stocks. And underneath the hood of XLE, I had some issues. Okay. So let's let's look at XLE real quick. XLE, that's the uh, energy sector, oil stocks, essentially, right? And let's see on chart. Yeah, it's definitely in a bullish posture right now. Remove all execution marks. It, But it just today, just today crossed over its 50-day moving average. So just today would I have even considered putting this on. But let's look at the components of XLE, right? So you got XOM, which had a monster day today. And, and it is not above its 50-day, right? There, there's there's a crack. Let's take a look at Chevron CVX. It's not above its 50-day. It's even below its 200-day. There's another crack. So while the market may have some opportunities, there's still a lot of cracks that may not be filling in. So yeah, just more to caution out there. There are some opportunities to be had Um, but they're few and far between. And for me, I want to make sure that it's as easy as it comes. And by doing that, we need to have the breath pushing the market forward. So in the chat, if you haven't already, uh, put in one of the stocks that you would like us to do some back testing on. And then also smash the like button if you found this useful, right? Um, I love doing this. This is a, a ton of fun for me, but it really tells Benzinga that you're enjoying this whenever you smash the like button. All right, so let's go into the third section now and uh, we're going to be talking about your audience requests for backtesting. Okay, so let's go to the comments. Cryptomaniac, I appreciate you very much, sir. Bros, let's take a look at bros. Touch bros. Oh, this just IPO'd. We can't run a backtest on something that just IPO'd. Um. All right. So here's the deal: when something IPOs, it is best to let this play out for a few days, right? You can look at Robinhood, which IPOed recently. Remove all my annotations here. If you were a bot on day one, you would be up, right? But if you had bought on day four, you would be way down, massive. So it's best to let the Market play itself out. Let it tell you what direction it's going to go. Because we don't know. I don't know. You don't know. We can all think we know, but we don't know what's going to happen until this plays out a little bit longer. Um so for for bros, this is one uh that I personally would say put it up on the shelf. Maybe come back to uh to bros later on. Thanks for that, cryptomaniac. ID Doc. Can you check? Oh my gosh, look at this. Come to town with a multi-part question. Let's do it. Quantumscape. scape. All right. So quantum scape. There's a couple of issues with this back test. And I'll tell you what it is. This dark green line right here is the 200 day moving average. And first off, it's below there. And a good rule of thumb is that nothing good happens under the 200 day moving average. Just fact. But with that said, um, I don't have enough data to run a really strong back test. We'll go ahead and do it. But yeah, I mean, here's what's up. At some point in November, something fundamentally changed to cause this massive spike, right? 500% spike. And while that's awesome, you can't really say that, oh, going forward, you know, cumulatively, this should show a 320% return. That's not realistic. And um, in fact, it's actually below its 10 day. uh, So I can't plot it going forward. But my personal opinion on this one is like I said earlier, nothing good happens below the 200 day. Let's take a look at CTRM. Hey, if you're finding this useful, please smash like. Oh, I'm sensing a, a trend here, ID doc. Um, again, a, b- below it's 200 day, had some sort of meme stock thing happen to it. It grew a thou- 1100%, totally normal market moves, right? Let's do a strategy test on it. 174% back-tested on the 10-day. But like I said, realistically, I don't think that is a true, real uh, gauge of what this stock could do going forward. Um, But yeah, this this is one, again, uh, I would shelve for now. And last, Inge. If you're finding this useful, be sure to smash like. Oh, a SPAC bubble. That's what it is. Okay. All right. That's what these are. Yeah. Same thing. Now, there's a chance that you may be holding it since this point. Um, and if you are, I mean, you, you're basically defensive. You're on the back foot at this point. Uh, really? Honestly? It's, it's a tough call. It, let's say if you've been holding it for a while. Yeah. Um, there, there's every chance that these may never come back to those prices. So here's a couple of things, a couple of trader psychology things, right? If you finally take that loss, yes, it's realized. I, I was watching a, uh, a, uh, a seminar by Mark Douglas, who's featured in Stock Market Wizards, or Market Wizards. And uh, he was talking about one of the, 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 uh, one of the participants in the uh, seminar. They said, it's never really a loss until you sell. And I, I nearly like dropped my phone. Like, what did he just say? Yes, a paper loss is a loss. You're losing time that you could be moving on to the next trade. You're losing mental capital because you are wrapped up in the fact that this is underwater and you're losing an opportunity cost. Because let's say if you put $1,000 into this trade, you may still be able to scrape out uh, 200 out of it, maybe. And if you can take that 200 and put it to work somewhere else, that's the opportunity cost that you're not putting to work. So like I said, Nothing great happens under the 200 day line, but something could happen great for you. If you take your loss, finally move on to the next trade. So ID doc, I wish you the best. Let's take a look at, uh, Oh, Diz. Ooh, the mouse. Here is one of my rules of trading. Are you ready? I I've actually talked about this on TV before. Um, never short the mouse. (laughs) Never, ever, ever short the mouse. So let's take a look at this real quick. I will say this has some really interesting points. I, I'll i give you a little hint. I did trade this and I got my stop loss hit. I got in on, I'm trying to mark it here. I got in on September 1st. I got out on September 3rd on a break below the five day exponential moving average which is the gray line right there. So with that said, that was the line I was trading. So I'll go ahead and I will test that for you And you can see why I was trading that test. See on chart. Mm. Yeah, because yesterday I closed below that line, I can't produce the uh, result going forward. But let's do take a look at the result. 18% versus 85% asset performance. Like I said, if you were to have bought it 1,000 candles ago, you would have got an 85% return. We can't control that. We can only control our strategy. And this strategy over and under, in this case, the five-day exponential moving average would have given you a cumulative 18% return with a, a 45% win rate, right? So your losses are much smaller than your winners. And that's what you wanna see as a good trader, right? Keep those losses small, let, let those winners run. Uh, yeah, and SPY is the American Holy Grail. <laughs> All right, um, let's see here. There's a bunch coming through. I appreciate that very, very much. Life, life, please. Easy win. One, two, three. I want an easy win today. Let's take a look at life. Oh, daggum. I am from Texas. That's how we actually speak in real life. Um, Negative 84% on the stock. However, if you ran above and below the five day, which actually I really prefer the 10 day, the five day could choke off trades that you don't mean to choke off. Look at that. Big difference, right? 45% versus 101% cumulative return. Easy win, one, two, three. I don't know if you're in the stock, but if you were, um, you timed it really well, I assume if you bought it any time before the last two days. Uh, so yeah, here's what I would do in this case. Not financial advice, you do you. This is what I would do. Because the 10-day, which is this blue line here, shows to be a very strong return 110% or what's it 110, 101% uh, cumulative gain. I would let this run as far as possible. And what I mean by that is on a, uh, on the idea of trend trading, you need to let this run literally as far as it can and then turn back around, right? Let's go back to Netflix for two seconds. If You traded Netflix long. You could have let this run literally almost $100 per share, right? So don't don't try and take your, let me me rephrase that. I would not trade and uh, I would not try and pull my profits off early because this life does have legs. It's back-tested well. And right now it has a lot of momentum with a lot of volume behind it. Somebody big just bought a whole bunch of shares and they want this to go. So I would be taking a very strong look at running on that 10-day exponential moving average. Like I said, you do you, but that's the way I would trade it. Nice work on that one, easy win, one, two, three. Antonio, Antonio, I've seen you here a couple times before. I appreciate you coming back, sir. Make sure you smash like, by the way, if you're finding this useful at all. Any, Spear 3D Corp, all right. So first off, it's looking strong, right? It's in it's a nice bullish posture. Let's do a strategy test on the 10 day. Ooh, but here's where it's got some issues. Negative 57% following a a over-under strategy on the uh, 10-day exponential moving average. But additionally, the stock already is down 80% from 1,000 candles ago, which is rough. And then the strategy is not working on this stock. So this is one I would say, let's move on to another trade because I think that there are better opportunities out there for you, Antonio. Uh, By the way, if you are enjoying this, Let Benzinga know by smashing like ADW techs. I bet you, sir, are from Fort Worth. I can see the stockyards in your avatar there. Hmm. All right. Let's take a look at this. VWE vintage wine estates. That sounds nice. There is an issue here. It's coming up into earnings. I like to trade up into earnings because you know there, there's usually a nice run up into earnings that that some, well I shouldn't say usually a lot of times there are some nice run ups into earnings uh, that you can take advantage of but I personally wouldn't hold into earnings that's just the way that I trade. Now with that said, this does show a 19% return, which is pretty good, right? We've seen better and we've definitely seen a lot worse, but following the uh, the blue line, the 10-day exponential moving average on this chart here does show to be pretty good. It even shows a uh, win rate. Um, I've been reading a lot of books. One of my goals this year is to read 100 books over the course of the year. Not 100 trading books, but a lot of trading books. And uh, in there, just over and over and over, I'm seeing this theme of your win rate does not have to be crazy high, right? If you let your winners run and keep your losers short, that is going to make a drastic impact to so many people's portfolios, right? And it's it's almost the opposite of human nature, right? When you've got a loss, we want to just, you know, give us some extra time to work. Maybe it'll work again, you know, work for us. And when you've got to win, it's like, oh, I got to take the money before the market uh, takes it away from me. And to be a successful trader, you have to overcome those human psychological barriers there. And once you do, you should do pretty well. So uh, ADX, I appreciate that. I have time for one more. Then we're going to go to the next section here. Uh, Antonio, I already talked about one for you. I'm going to skip it. No offense. Michael. How are you, sir? Good to see you. Let's talk about Penn. Penn National Gaming. This looks rough. Remember, easy rule of thumb. No matter what stage of life or what stage of stock you're trading, nothing good happens below the 200-day moving average. This is below the 200-day. It has a lot of negative movement behind it. Uh, but it does backtest super well, 449%. So it does have legs. At some point it may turn back around and it may work really well and it, it may capture a lot of buyers. But in the meantime, right now, this is a stock I would personally avoid. So Michael, thank you so much for that. If you found this useful at all, please be sure to smash like. And hey, we're coming into the last section here, but I do want to let you know that if you're finding this useful, this is the kind of stuff that I do three days a week on my podcast. The easiest way to find that would be to go to your your uh, YouTube bar right now, type in 10 minute stock trader, and you will see my smiling face looking right at you and you will know that's the right place. And we are literally 30 people away from 10,000 subs. And I know that we could do this today with the people who are on this live chat. So if you could please, while you're here, you don't even have to take off this video. Just go to the search bar, 10 minute stock trader, You'll be good to go. All right. So let's go into our final section here. This is our final thoughts. All right. I have two final thoughts today. Usually just one, but today I have two. First final thought comes from my friend, Yvonne Baigi. Yvonne, I had on the podcast and me and this guy clicked like, like that. I really enjoyed talking to Yvonne. Trading in a nutshell 1% execution, 99% patience. You have to wait for your opportunities to come to you. Jack Schwager, uh, he's actually our next quote here. You don't want to have a position on before a move has started. You want to wait until the move is already underway before you get into the market, right? You don't want to be guessing that, hey, this stock that I bought in the SPAC bubble that's worked against me, I don't want to put it back on unless it starts to move for me, okay? You need to let the positions tell you where they're going. And you can do that. Just look at any chart, look at any trend line and say, this stock is saying it's moving up. I'm interested in participating when it moves up, but I'm not going to participate until it starts moving up. It's critically important that you wait, let the market show you where it's going to go. And uh, I just love this, this quote by, by uh, Jack Schwager here. And Jack is actually going to be on our podcast. I've already spoken to him. It's recorded, it's in the can, and it's scheduled to come out. And if you haven't already done so, be sure to type in 10 Minute Stock Trader on the YouTube bar, and that way you will be notified whenever Jack's episode comes out. Uh, one of my very favorite things I got to do was interview market wizard Larry Height a couple weeks ago. And that video, if you haven't already watched it, is incredible. There's, there's a theme that he talks about there. Dude literally was my age. I'm 35 years old right now. Took a $500,000 trade, one trade, $500,000 and made 12 million from the one trade. And when I, I was reading his book and, and I talked to him about this in the, uh, the interview, I set the book down and I had to go for a walk. Cause I was like, I'm playing little kid games. Like th- there's a big world out there. And a lot of people are doing a lot of good work. And uh, I got to get my act together. So that was really cool to be able to interview uh, Larry Height. So like I said, be sure to subscribe since you're on YouTube anyway. Just take you 10 seconds to run over there. We're going to hit 10,000 today if you could do that. And that would be awesome. And uh, that way you won't miss when Jack Schwager's interview comes out. And hey, listen, if you found this useful at all, let Benzinga know by smashing the like button. Uh, our goal, like I said, on this episode is to get 100 likes. I've gone a little long over time and I, I apologize for that, but I think we've covered a lot of great ground today. So here's the key takeaway. Uh, the market's looking broken. It's it's fractured and we need to have all of the stocks really come back together, work together, everyone joining in arms and, and working uh, to push this market forward. It's not gonna happen on the back of just a few stocks. And one green day is not going to undo the damage that we are seeing out there in the market. So, hey, if you found this useful, please make sure you subscribe to the 10 Minute Stock Trader YouTube channel. And you know what? Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode.